Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the Racing Insiders podcast. I'm your host, Kate Dillon from Crate Insider, and I'm here today with Steve Hendren from Hendren Racing Engines. Boring, boring I know, but I'm here again. <laughs> well, how, how are you doing today, good. Steve? Yeah, doing, doing all right. Good, good. <laughs> You're so conversational. A little, 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 little aggravated with a few things, but yeah, I'm good. Yeah, so let's talk about where we were this weekend. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you go ahead, lead off. Okay. Well, we flew out on Friday to go to Pittsburgh, and we were there this weekend for the Race Logic chassis seminar for the Crate Late models. And uh, what did you think? How do how do you think it went? I thought it was amazing. Yeah, it was a really good, really good deal. And we probably need to like touch on that later on in the show. Yeah, we and, will. Like, I know. More. Yeah. But, yeah, because uh, we're just kind of kicking things off here. Yeah, yeah. no, it was <clears throat> it was a really good deal actually. Mm -hmm. uh, to me, I think it's the best class yet. Yeah, it was, it was really, really good. Yeah, I, I thought it was. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the best one I've been to. I'll put it that way. Because <clears throat> you well, did, you did say the one in Iowa at Dave's place was really good too. Yeah, but that's IMCA stock cars. Correct. So it's, you know, you're talking about totally different kinds of chassis, and yep. you know, yeah. So that was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. absolutely phenomenal for the IMCA stock cars. Yeah. Uh, but you know, a lot of their stuff wouldn't, wouldn't even translate to what we're doing no, no, nothing, in, in late models. In the late model world, really. Right. And vice versa. So, you know, you have to yeah. be pretty, pretty chassis specific there as far as um, at least a type. Well, I mean, some of the engine stuff would relate and stuff like well, of that, course. but you know, yeah. and tire, tire stuff and things of that sort. But yeah. yeah, everything else is a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, or you a know, there's, different. There's a there's a lot of crossover, you know, just maintenance alone right. exactly. um, is is one of those things. Yep. So right. yeah, yeah, and I see uh, I see Scott is here from California. Yep. Yeah, uh, at least the weather's been okay. He said. Nice. Yeah. yeah. You guys aren't like drowning anymore. That's, good. That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. You know, I've been so out of the news. I just I don't really know what's going on there in California anymore right now. Yeah, well, What's we, the last we, time you heard? We were out of the news all weekend, so because. <laughs> I didn't watch anything on the news at all all weekend. Yeah, I mean, I know there's some goings on um, just because of, you know, just you hear people talking. But, yeah, um, yeah. Nothing I've investigated or want yeah. to really talk about on the show or anything. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, speaking of weather, yeah, this this morning we go out to the car because we had to fly. Um, we flew out today yep. and I go out to the car and it looks like it looks like it's rained. Yeah, it's, it's done more than rain. It's freezing rain. <laughs> yeah, the rain froze on the windshield, so I yeah, scraped it off, turned off the, turned up the heat, scraped it off. See, know. I'm smart. I sleep in and make you go scrape the damn windshield. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Yeah, but but I had had you dragging around one of my suitcases, so that's true. Yeah, yeah so there's that. That yeah. is true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> except you made me drive. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. did actually. Yes, you know how much I hate driving. Yeah. So, so does somebody that. need you write this red hot second here? No, no, I'm just reading a message here real quick. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's, we're good. Yeah. That's yeah. the most important thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> um, so, anyone who has questions, feel free to drop them into the comments. Uh, well, you've been answering a ton of questions. You know, of course. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, over the weekend, weekend with the race logic deal. Yeah. I mean, there's quite a few questions. Very, really good questions, and mm -hmm. <clears throat> trying to answer them all to the best of my ability. So. Yeah, I think uh, well, I think we got most of them. Look, speaking of your ability, do you want to talk about your award that you just got this last week? Oh yeah, I mean it's so. I thought this was really awesome. So this is from the Rush Racing Series. So for any of our podcast listeners, yep. he has a plaque with a uh, 
a beautiful plaque with yep. a picture on it. And it's the legacy of 2022 legacy award mm -hmm. for the Hendron family in appreciation for bringing the Bill Hendron Memorial to the Northeast under the rush banner for yep. 10 consecutive years, yep. as well as your efforts in making the 2022 Memorial a record $10,000 to win, which is what it will be again in 2023. Oh, <clears throat> so which, you know, this year. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if anybody's ever been had the <laughs> good fortune to go to PPMS, but uh, it is a freaking awesome racetrack. Uh, it's a half mile that races about like a quarter mile. Yeah, it's always fun to watch um, races there. And, you know, when the Lucas cars are there, that thing slicks off and goes like, I, you can see your reflection in the racetrack. Yeah, you can. And yeah. it is a great glass. Yeah, great, great, great racing experience up there. And I think. Pretty much every year we've had that race for the last 10 years. I mean, the winners decided either in the last lap or the last two laps. Yeah. The most. So. Yeah. And your race is always in October. So, yes, you know, some correct. of our Southern friends that might want to come up, you know, to, uh, to plan on that. It's usually, yep. I think the second weekend in October, if I'm yeah, not I mistaken. Mean, come race, come watch. I mean, this again, I mean, Lucas old cars are there. I mean, this year, I know in 2023, it's going to be uh 30,000 win for the Lucas oil late models. And yeah, and um, during the Pits, it, it, it's oh, Pittsburgh it's 100. The, yeah, the Pittsburgh, <laughs> the Pittsburgh. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, uh, my dad's memorial race will be 10,000 win for the crates on Saturday, 4,000 win on Friday. Okay. So, wow. Uh, yeah, you can. Yeah, you're probably looking for a couple of sponsors for that, too, right? Snag 14 grand. Yeah. You're probably looking for a couple of sponsors out there as oh, well. Oh, always. Yeah. I mean, and if we can make it more, we'll make it more. Mm -hmm. But I think we're, we're pretty locked into that right now. So. That's that's the goal for this year. Great, great, yeah. So any companies watching that want to be a part of that, mm -hmm. uh, we you know we love to promote things. So. Well, I mean, I, honestly, I mean, and <laughs> I don't know that there's a better promoter than Vicky Emick. Yeah, and Mike I agree. Leone. Yeah, and you know, any any company that comes on board, you get so much recognition. It's almost ridiculous. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really really good for so. sure. Um, I see some other folks here. I see Eric yep. is here. He says North Texas has frozen over. Oh shit. Oh wow. Wow. That's, that's weird. Gosh, not again. I hope right. this isn't like a snow shut down. Exactly. Or <laughs> I hope that they don't run into that again. Right. That was terrible. And Dave's here. We saw him this weekend. Yep. He says, Good to see you guys made it home safe. Had a blast. Mm -hmm. it was nice to see you both. I'll be down before the end of March. Awesome. And he said the race logic school was badass and well worth it. Yeah, I'm I'm glad to hear that. I, I think it's a good deal, and I think it's something that, that can take people to, you know, kind of the next level. I mean, mm -hmm. essentially, like day one of the school uh, or, or class or seminar or class, whatever you want to call it. I think day one, I think there's a lot of stuff that people overlook. Oh yeah, in racing definitely got brought up. Day two, day two is pretty intense on shocks and and you know spring smashing and stuff like that. But day one was kind of things that you know the little things the little things that make a difference in whether you're a winner or a guy running fifth you, you know because kind of i think there's a lot of guys out there that work or they're working on their race car every single night yeah. oh 100 yeah. and if you don't know actually what to what to be working on right you could just be spinning your wheels yeah, absolutely. but if this gives you a really focused program that you can follow to make sure that your race car is in tip top shape. Yep. Cause the last thing you want to do, you know, especially if you've ever been struggling or you have just been working hard at it, you don't want to be at one of these big races and then have something just 
dumb fall. We're all going to have heart failures, but something that was completely, completely preventable with having the right program. Well, I mean, every year I go out there, I mean, I've raced since I was 16 years old. Mm -hmm. I mean, 1986 is the first year I raced. And every year I go to this show or go to this seminar class, whatever you want to call it. Um, even though I'm one of the people teaching a part of the class, I'm learning shit. Well, and that's just it. All of the so, instructors learn from each other. Exactly. Because you all have your own specialties. And, you know, and it's not like you're some hobbyist engine builder. I mean, no, this is no, what no, you do right. and have done for years well, and years you and know, years. It's not like anybody else is a hobbyist either. I mean, no. I mean, uh-uh. I mean, Matt Henderson, for instance, like, you know, the driving tips that he gives and shit like that. It's like, you oh, know, and here, the adjusting. Here, and the yes. adjust, yeah, adjustments and, and stuff like that. It's like, here's a dude who like races for a living, basically. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you get that that aspect of things well and and i love the fact that you've got several engineers you've got ben baker from afco who's an engineer you have robbie bilbrey who's a engineer at nasa yep at NASA. <laughs> you yep. know does shocks does the shocks uh you've got matt henderson who's an engineer also. also yep <laughs> and and yet it would ne- you would never know it from talking to them no, because they they never on a normal level exactly they yep. just talk to people as people so that's that part's exactly. really exciting and that's what everybody says is that they all learn from each other oh, through, sure. through all of and, this. And then, you know, I mean, you just get, we're caught, con- you know, all of us dudes are friends. Yeah. So oh, that, yeah. I mean, that, we makes, all work that makes a hell of a difference. Mm-hmm. And, you know, anytime somebody finds something, we're, you know, talking to the other guy about it and stuff like that. So. Well, and if you're watching, you're going, well, great. Thanks so much. You're rubbing it in that I couldn't be there this <laughs> last weekend. No. Um, the main reason that I go to these now um, actually, I started going to Race Logic at Race Logic chassis schools to speak specifically like about fire suppression. Mm-hmm. But now it's kind of morphed since 2020, pre, you know, I want to say pre lockdown. Yeah. So pre lockdown, um, I started filming these as for the team. And then we put them up on the website. And then there's the online version that uh, that people can people can purchase yeah. and watch at their own will which it'll probably be a couple of weeks before we have that up oh like but it will yeah because i'm i'm working it's a, it's on a process oh. you, you were showing me and matt the process of editing this stuff last night because you're still working on the IMCA start car, yeah car from last process, week so. yeah that's a process yeah i have no idea how you have the patience to do it yeah it's just a process you know because i chop it up into little bits and that way that way, you know, if you can scan it and say, you know, what I'm really interested in is, well, for instance, I was just editing a segment. Somebody asked a question about how to ship shocks. Well, there's actually. Say that there, five times. Five. I know shipping shocks, but <laughs> there are good things to do and bad things to do. And if you were ready to go ship your shocks to your shock guy, yeah. you could go here and go, oh, yeah, there's this whole little section. It's like four minutes long, but I'm going to watch this. Oh, okay, now right. I know. Exactly. And so you don't do it wrong. The last thing yeah. you want to, you never want to piss off the shock guy. That's one thing I've learned from all of these. <laughs> it's like, you just don't want to do that. <laughs> and the shock guy is like the most valuable team member. You That's got what right I'm saying. Now. You want to keep the shock guy happy. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I see Alan's here. He says, congrats, Steve. Nice to know someone is paying attention. Mm-hmm. So. So yep. yeah, it's, it's super cool. It's just hard to believe we've been going up there for ten years. Oh, 10 for years. dad's race. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, that's really incredible. It's, yeah, I mean, just just time flies. It does. I mean, it absolutely it goes by so flies. Fast, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But you know, hey, if we can do another ten, I'm good. If we can do it ten after that, I'm better. So yeah, just keep it going. Absolutely. Well, and it's 
and already like the month of January is almost gone. <laughs> it's the 30th. Yeah. How the hell did that happen? I was 31st. Yes, I know. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, just, like, <laughs> just blows by. I feel like the Green Day songs like wake me up when September ends, you exactly. know? <laughs> oh, hell. <laughs> yeah. So, what else has been going on for you, Steve? I mean, not a lot. I mean, just uh, trying to get stuff out of the shop. I mean, that's always a constant battle. Uh, just, you know, do the way things are nowadays and, you know, stuff like that. But, yeah. You know, I mean, really, that's about it. I mean, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I mean, yeah, same here. A lot of it is um, how much can that, I bring it's in? It's that time of the year. So, I mean, you're overwhelmed with everything. Oh, it is. <laughs> totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. It's like the revolving door of, of the stuff that's going out the door. What yeah. do I need to replace? And um, and now I'm finding out about these new products and I'm excited about them. Well, I mean, it's a double-edged sword too. So, I mean, we're yeah. already behind, but, you know, you still want to talk to people and talk work into the shop, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, per se. But like, as that adds up, it just adds to the backlog and it's, it's a, this is the high stress time of year. I'll put it that way. Oh, I would agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. And this lasts through March, generally January, yep. January through March. Yep. But uh, yeah, you know, I'm, what I have to say is that I'm grateful. Business is good. Correct. Um, and I think it's good for you on your end too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, we're, like I said, we're slammed and I'm not looking to gift horse and mouth by any means, but mm -hmm. it's just, you know, it, this this weekend, this last weekend was a good little break for me. Good, good. I'm glad just to hear it. I got to go, you know, talk about things I can talk about. Yeah, and then also, you know, interact with people. The, the cool thing about this class, you know, the, every year when I go to this class, the cool thing is like, like the instructors. So I'm a quote unquote instructor, but like we get to meet people and put faces with names. Mm -hmm. So a lot of these people we might talk to on the phone, but we've never seen them before. Right. And you get to put faces with names. And then, you know, one thing that we push in the, in this class that we do, the race logic class is, Hey, you know, even though we're here right now, don't, don't think that we're not here for you after the fact, because you paid to come to this. Right. And because you paid to come watch us talk and try and teach you're not like cut off as soon as the class ends. Right. So if you've got questions, always call us, talk to us, do whatever. And we're always more than willing to help. Mm -hmm. Every single person that, that is an instructor at that class is yes. willing to do it. And I think that's a great thing. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's just the beginning of the relationship. Right. For sure. Yes. And I see Jason is here. He says, Kate, uh, Steve, I need one of them hoodies. <laughs> <laughs> No, that, that's on her, actually. Oh, it's not. It is totally on you. No, it's not on me. Uh-uh. You were the one selling them on the website, on your Great Insider site. Never sold the hoodies. I just sold your t-shirts. Oh, I thought you sold the hoodies. No, I just I just got the hoodies for, you know, how many did we need for the team or whatever. So We could do a custom order. Could we? That you can sell them. Well, it's almost too late to sell them now, but. Yeah, so we're getting a little bit out of hoodie weather. Yeah, so we, we fly like from 30 degree weather. We get home to North Carolina today and like what, 130? Yeah. And it's fucking 68 degrees out? 67, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, and I've been freezing all weekend because we were in this we were in this nice event center. Oh, it was awesome. It was yeah. great. Um, but the heat was really, really loud and it uh, conflicted with the speakers and the sound. 
and the sound is really important for the video. Yep. So we had to turn the heat off and it got progressively colder and colder and colder. But then we'd take a break and turn the heat off. Oh, back, absolutely. Heat we would. Up, yes. Know, just keep the place yes. warm. <laughs> I see Sean's here. He says, can I get a beer? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, cheers, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yep. And what are you drinking today? Uh, just Ultra. Ultra. Out of my keg. Okay. Next door. Yeah. Cool. I'm drinking um, my, my sparkling water from my soda stream. I thought it was straight it's right over there. Yeah. Are we, are we going to go with that? No, yeah. I mean, okay. you know, yeah. Yeah. I've seen you do it. <laughs> oh, man. Many years ago. <laughs> many, years. many, many. <laughs> I have not drank a whole pile of vodka in a long time. It's been a hot minute. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I do remember. That I used to be able to. Well, yeah. no, no, no. I, I mean, when we were, what was it, the meet and greet night? Oh yeah. You did have like five freaking Guinnesses. I did, but they were Guinnesses in the bottle, and right. they're they are clearly not as strong as the can ones because right. I can only do two can ones. Yeah. But again, the cans are monstrous. Right. Yeah, but you did. They're really you know, good. You did have five Guinnesses. I had a very stressful. Like, I had a very stressful day. Can you drive? Because I've had five Guinnesses. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> I don't know. It was smooth. <laughs> no, we're not talking like five Guinnesses in an hour. But <laughs> no, 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 and I wasn't even really tipsy or anything. No, it was just, uh, no, it was no. all good. No, I'm <laughs> like, yeah, I'll drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I was have to drive if there's going to be anything stressful because Steve will totally road rage. So I, yeah, I'm a, yeah, I, yeah. And that ends poorly for everybody in the car. Although, like, when we go to Dad's race, I always drive up there and back. You do. Yeah. You're so, now a car snob, is what you are. I'm a total car snob now. Yeah. Now that you have your car. And I will tell you, if you ever want to know what kind of piece of shit not to buy, <laughs> rent a car. Telling you. I, I think uh, having a rental car is, like, the mo- is the best experience to have to find out whether you would like that car or not. Fucking Honda and- Accord. Is that what that was? Yeah. It was a it was a Honda, and it was like the sport edition or yeah. whatever. Yeah, that was a that was crap. And then the weekend before, there was a Volkswagen Passat, and I couldn't figure out how to open up the fuel door. I guess it was hidden in there. Yeah. At least the seats were heated in that one. But right. anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're not getting any questions. You guys feel free to ask your tech questions. Maybe yeah. they all ran out of questions after this last weekend. Could have been. That you could be. Know. Yeah, hard to say. Yeah, so uh week ahead, what do you got uh, going so, on? So so <clears throat> well, I mean, let's go to let's go. I mean, if somebody's asking questions, let's talk about a question or two that I got at the show at the race. Okay, sure, right? sure. Um, so one of one of the questions I got is from a guy that was uh that's running E85, and uh he was talking about how they just had stumbly restarts all year. I mean, once once the car's up to speed, it runs great, everything runs fine. But like stumbly restarts. Yeah. So one thing that, that, uh, or the main reason is, I mean, a stumbly restart is generally caused because, especially on E85, and it could be on highly oxygenated fuels like BP, CHP, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be caused by um, the idle transition slot getting froze over. Mm-hmm. So, like when you go and jump on the gas, uh, and as soon as the secondary is open, it just goes, ugh, coughs, sputters, and then it takes off. Main main reason for that is because the idle transition slots froze over. So what you need to do is get that thing cleared out, get raw fuel run across that before you go to take off. And it'll, 
it'll uh, unice that area and make it to where you can actually, you know, start. Well, and that leads to actually the, the start of the actual start of that question, because I, I, I seem to remember that that person asked, well, hey, this is the problem I'm having. Mm -hmm. Do I need to change the jets? Right. And well, it was a that was a different question. But okay, yeah, you're, but, you're, okay. But that was the, that was the start of what led into that. Yes. Yeah. So um, let's talk about how often you should be changing jets in your carburetors. Uh, I mean, most most carburetor builders nowadays we're not changing jets. I mean, we're changing air bleeds, we're changing emulsion bleeds, stuff like that. So the jets pretty much stay the same. Mm -hmm. I mean, there I mean there could be a few guys out there still changing jets, but it's not it's not most of the, most of the guys that are that are selling a bunch of carburetors. Yeah. Well, and I just thought that was a very interesting yeah. and something that would be really worthwhile to share. Mm -hmm. And um, all right. So Sean says, um, are the anti-reversion mufflers worth the investment? Uh, 1000% yes. Yeah. And not just because we're the ones that invented them. Um, yeah. I mean, we have yet to put those on anything we have not picked up power on. Yeah. Speaking of. Um, and you can talk to pretty much most anyone who's ever tested them. Yeah. And they'll tell you the same thing. I, I, I remember making calls about specific applications, like, will it work with this? Will it work with that? And I talked to Willie from Willie's Carburetors at Carbon Dino a few years ago. And he's like, Kate, you can put these on a rental car and it's yeah. going to get more torque. <laughs> so, absolutely, you know. Well, and, and back to Willie, you know, Willie's yeah. Carburetor and Dino Shop. I mean, he one of the top carb, carb builders in the, in the nation. Um, he had called me at one point and, you know, we... I'd sent him some and got him hooked up on buying them and stuff like that. And he put them on a open motor. Mm -hmm. I don't remember the exact application, but he put them on, on an open motor and picked up a hundred foot pounds of torque Golly. on the, on the uh, chassis. Now. Right. So, and I've seen, I've personally seen as much as 70. Wow. Foot pounds. Now we're not talking crate engines, right. but we're talking more open type engines. Mm -hmm. Um, on crate engines, you'll see, you know, if they're placed correctly and you actually tune them in like they're supposed to be, you'll see 25 foot pounds on a 604. It's a lot. You know, I mean, I've had guys running four bangers mm -hmm. that are picking up, you know, 10, 15. That's great to know. Um, yeah. Cause I actually just had that question, you know, would they be a yeah. help? And I just said, yes, 100%. but, but um, I didn't know the, the numbers there. Yeah. yeah. So it's a real thing. It's not a gimmick. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, on the follow-up there, Jason mm -hmm. asks, are the ProFab mufflers that come with the headers, is that the same ones as as what you'll sell? Uh, yes. Yes. So mm -hmm. so basically, uh, when when my brother and I originally came out with this, um, we were building them ourselves. And we got overwhelmed mm -hmm. by the demand the demand for them. Yeah. So we, we went to Dynatech. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dynatech actually produced them for us for quite a while. Yeah. And then they, they decided to basically just to go into street stuff rather than race car stuff. So then I got with uh, ProFab mm -hmm. and ProFab actually produces them now. And that's the correct race. Right. It is a hundred percent dead nuts on what we want. Right. Yeah. You, you designed them and they manufactured correct. them. All right. Pippi's back to nope, uh, yep. spend here's, more time with you than kitty. with me. Yeah. <laughs> she was now now here's, one. here's an interesting follow-up. So Mark says, mm -hmm. uh, would you change the jets if you're racing at different elevations? Um, honestly, it, it depends. If I, it, I mean, like from here where we're at, we're about 
what are, what are we here? Um, I think we're. Oh, I don't know, seventeen hundred or something. Like nah, that. I think it's like I think it's like thirteen hundred feet. Okay. And then like let's say we go to Withville, Virginia, which you like climb some mountains and shit to get there, and it's you know, honestly like two thousand something feet. No. Yeah, but if you're going to like Colorado, yeah, if you go to yeah, if you're like race somewhere around Denver, then yeah, that would require oh, cool. yeah. a jet change. Yes. But for the most part, like from where we're at here, let's say 1,300 feet, whatever it is, to, I don't know, let's say East Bay, mm-hmm. then no, we're really not, I mean, that's sea level, so we're really not changing jets. Good good, yeah. good, good thought there. And Greg's comment on uh, those anti-reversion mufflers, he says, worth the money for sure. Oh, yeah, 100%. So, great. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've had so much positive feedback. <laughs> Pippi, the, uh, the uh, and for anybody who's listening later on, uh, it, my cat is jumping up on the table and, and smashing uh, the beer into my face. Yes. <laughs> Wanting attention. Well, because we've both been gone all weekend. Oh, yeah, we yeah. yeah. So now he wants attention. And he always wants attention like during the podcast. Of course. <laughs> That's what he does. That's how yes. He he's, he's, he's a kitty. He's funny. So, so funny. Yeah. Um, anyway, there was, yeah, there was a ton of great information. Um, I'll, and I'll get to see it again. Yeah. You gotta watch, you gotta watch everything twice. <laughs> I mean that, that she was showing me and Matt Henderson last night uh, when we were hanging out in the hotel room that she, <laughs> everything she's got to do yeah. for the editing. So she essentially has to watch everything twice. Well, and, and, and the, I always have to get after the guys that, you know, when we're at these classes that, um, when, to have people not just yell out questions because it won't show up on, yeah, on my feed. Audio. And so I'm, I'm constantly yelling microphone, microphone. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then they also, they, they love to cover a span of about 40 feet, which is not easy. Well, I mean, to this, do. This, this time was a lot easier. I think we were, it, we were, it was, yeah, it we, was a lot we easier like run around or anything. So. No, no. But I had, um, the weekend before I had about 45 to 50 feet to cover. Oh, gotcha. Of, yeah, and then they wander. A lot more difficult. Like Matt always wanders. Yep. So he'll be here and then he'll be sitting over here. Right. And then <laughs> so I have to just try to track it. Yep. So I always have to cover like three cameras and oh, yeah. see what happens. Um, oh, and. Evil uh, assistant Tori's on here. Yeah. She says there was a clots question in Messenger today for Steve. Mm. Yeah. I don't have Messenger up. Do you? I, yeah. I could, well. I could look. I don't know. See a clots question here. All right, thanks, thanks for that, Tori. Um, I just had to find it because well, she, she could have posted it. Um, That's why she's an evil assistant, Tori. Yeah, okay. could have made things easy. No, got to look for it. That's all right. We got this. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. We've got. Okay, well, here's another question. I am trying to find an app or a scan tool for scanning the seals on the crate engines for tech inspection at our local racetrack. Mm-hmm. Any help would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. That's... I, I mean, I, I'm not being a dick. I'm no. just saying that, No. you know, GM's always bragged about how they've got that. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't even know if it's honestly, I don't know if it's a thing. I mean, they, they said they were coming out with that shit fucking five, six years ago. And I haven't seen anything yet that you can do it with. Yeah. Um, there may be something out there that I don't, I'm not aware of, but it's nothing that I've heard of. Gotcha. I mean, essentially, I mean, like if you're dealing with engines from, you know, crate USA or rush, 
you know, they have build certification numbers that you can go by and enter those in their, in their uh, database and figure out, you know, the deal on the engine. But. Yeah. Uh, so this other message, mm -hmm. there's, uh, they sent me a picture of the Klotz 3060 gear oil. Yep. And he says, I started running this oil when Steve said it was the best for power. Mm -hmm. Is there a reason that you stopped carrying it and not only you, but you can't find it anywhere? Um, so I would say for Jamie that the it's really the Daytona 13060 that we've recommended above and beyond everything else. Yeah. I only ever bought one case of the the Klotz right. 3060 yeah. to see about that. Now, now, the Klotz engine oil, you do stock. I do. I do. And, mm -hmm. and sell it all the time. That's right. It's a great product. And that gear oil is actually a really good product. Right. But, but yeah, the Daytona one is the stuff that you. Yeah. I, cause I go early. through so much of it and you know, with the yeah. shelf space, um, I would say that there's been changes at the Klotz company since, uh, since it was sold. There's been a lot of changes. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's probably why you're not seeing it anywhere else. Yeah. It, um, I mean, the, the oil is still great. Uh, I think they, they kind of went the direction of, you know, snowmobiles and exactly. shit like that rather than, you know, racing. Yeah, I would agree. After after, uh, after the place was sold. Well, now, especially John, motorcycles. Yeah, John yeah. Klotz is like one of, that dude's awesome. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love him to death. Yep. And, but, I, yeah, I do think once it was sold, they kind of went in a different direction. Yeah, and, and racing, um, at least circle track, full body cars were... Not at the highest levels, no. but but the oil still is amazing. So Correct. we yeah. we can yeah, the engine oil is really good. Um and that that Marin oil was really good, but yeah. Um, but if I have to pick one, then I'm gonna go with the Daytona one. Well, I mean, to me that's the best. Right. I mean, I've tried them all, tried yeah. them all back to back and everything else on the chassis now. So yeah, mm -hmm. I mean the Daytona one's definitely the best. Yeah. So that would be that would be why there. If we're looking for, you know total power and you know reliability as far as you know protecting the rear end mm -hmm. yes absolutely and okay and somebody wants to contact you about a carb spacer so okay. give them your phone number that's fine yep. okay i think yep. uh yeah um not sure yeah, that's about it so sounds good cool all righty um, I think that's all we have for today. It's a little bit, yeah, honestly, uh, a little, a little bit, bit light. Short. Yeah, it's probably good because it's light been a, it's been a travel uh, travel day for us. Travel extravaganza. Yeah, and so much fun at the airport where you know the people in Charlotte are super helpful. Oh, motherfuckers. Yeah. All right, so should, you you tell the story. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll just be mf and everything if I tell the story. Okay. So when we flew to Pittsburgh on Friday. We get, um, then we get off the, off the airplane, we go rent our rental car and we get about five miles away from the airport and Steve yells out, fuck, I, I, I left my phone. And I'm like, oh no, where is it? Cause I'm thinking, well, is it maybe on like the counter at the rental car company? He's like, no, I left it. I left it on the plane in the, behind the seat. Cause you know, it's always chaos yeah. getting off the plane. So he happened and I was to be, distracted by a dickhead that had apparently you can get on the plane, but you don't have to get off the fucking plane. So well, not yeah. making an excuse for myself because no, I've I've traveled the world, never forgot a goddamn phone. <laughs> yeah, well, there was just like so much chaos that was going on on the plane. Yeah. I mean, and nothing out of 
you know, and nothing out of the ordinary, no. except for they, I swear to God, they keep making these plane seats tinier and yeah. the aisles tinier and tinier and tinier yep. because it is so difficult to just to try to get your crap and it's cold. So we've yep. got coats and everything else. So, you know, it can happen to anybody. Right. I think you were probably helping somebody get their bag down. I, I did, yes. You know, so then that gets you distracted from, because you had one backpack and your phone. That's yeah, it. That's, that's all it. you had. Well, I've got like all this. The only reason I had luggage, by the way, you guys, I am not a heavy packer. Um, it's because I needed all my gear to yeah. record the class. Okay. So anyway, I'm we're in the car. We're driving. Got a rental car. And I start using like the American Airlines app to see if we can do something there. That's kind of a, a day. After, after we realized my phone was still at the damn airport. So then we <laughs> turn the around, we turn around, we go back to the airport, you go to the desk mm -hmm. and then I wasn't inside. I stayed outside. So yeah. So I, I went to the desk um, really helpful there in Pittsburgh. Uh, she sent me down to baggage claim. And so I went down to baggage claim and they were nice enough to call. They knew exactly the gate the plane was coming in on. Yep. Uh, the time it was arriving, and the lady in the in the baggage claim in Pittsburgh talked to the baggage claim in Charlotte. And they said no problem. We'll get the phone. So she took my name, number. Well, my number or her phone number. Yeah, I didn't have a phone. Uh, her phone number, everything, and said, "We'll call you as soon as the plane lands. And let you know if it's there or not. I mean, because anybody could." I mean, it was in the seat pocket in front of my seat. So yeah. somebody could have stole like it. 15 C, you know, yeah, we know whatever. where it's at. Yeah, we yeah. know exactly the seat it's in. You know, the gate it's coming back in at Charlotte. So she ends up calling Kate. Well, we're not to that part yet. Well, so you get out of the airport. Yeah. And you're freaking out. Like, oh my God, I cannot go out without a phone this weekend. Got to have a phone. Got to have a go. Well, I mean, we need, business we need, I need something. Yeah, business-wise and everything else. And, and I was like, okay, well, I've got my spare phone. So we could change out the SIM cards and or, or whatever. So... He was ready to go to an Apple store. I was like, let's go to an yep. AT&T store. So we go to an AT&T store. Tell you what, when you want to replace your phone and you are not at home and there's nothing wrong with your old phone, it throws up all these fraud alerts. Correct. So it was a whole thing with tech support. It took us two hours at the AT&T we store. two hours. And I will say those ladies in, in uh, what, what was it, Moon... Moon Township. Moon Township. Yeah. Pennsylvania. Yeah, and they were very skilled. Awesome. So you sometimes you go yeah. into these cell phone stores and it's like it's run by like a bunch of 12 year olds. Yeah. No, no, no. They actually knew they knew what they were doing. And it was just running up against these AT&T. They, they were hitting brick walls at AT&T. Yeah. 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 But we finally got through that. It was good. Yeah. You know, that so part was good. Ended up with another phone. And then we get back <laughs> in the car to finish our drive to where we're actually going. And then the phone rings and the airport calls. Yep. It and, was a lady that I had talked to in the baggage claim. Yep. And, and yep. And she said they found your phone. Found the phone. Mm -hmm. uh, got it at the gate. Yeah. They're gonna put it in, uh, or she said that they can actually FedEx it to us. Mm -hmm. So don't worry about it. We're gonna be back on Monday. So if you just put it in the uh, or in the baggage claim in well, Charlotte. Yeah, we'll pick it up uh, in Charlotte. We'll pick it up in Charlotte. She's like, okay, no problem. I've already talked to them. Everything's good to go. Yeah, just go to baggage claim yep. and go get your phone. So we're excited. We're like, man, Yay. this is this is Sounds awesome. Good. This yep. is great. So we fly back today and we find the office for the baggage claim and we go up there and they are rude. Bitches. Yes, absolutely. Oh, do you have a claim number? What's your claim number? 
um, well, we don't have a claim number because here was the situation. Well, yeah, we have like one lady in the lost and found and she, she has to have a claim number and then she matches up the claims with the merchandise and then sends it to you. It's like, well, I mean, he could it's look. It's been found. It's here. Right. He in could the look. office. It was an airplane. Unfortunately, it was an airplane mode. So we can't text yeah. it. We can't airdrop it. We can't okay. find my right. iPhone. We can't do anything to make it make noise. They won't even let us see us. In fact, that gatekeeper lady <laughs> wouldn't even let us talk to the lost and found lady. Oh no, because she's so busy, she's but they'll like, busy. you know, go back and forth. I felt like I was buying a car mm -hmm. and that they were going to keep going back and forth with yeah. the manager to figure yeah, out, you know, it was, it was so bad. So now we have to do like this whole claim process. Yeah. And I, I mean, I got out. Even of though the phone's phone. sitting literally behind the wall. Yeah. From where we're standing at a counter, it's yeah. sitting behind the wall. And I'm like, can you just let me go back there? Because I know it's on airplane mode. The battery is like fully charged when we went to on the airport Friday. Mm -hmm. on Friday. So I know it's going to last the weekend on airplane mode because it's not like trying to do any crazy shit. So all I got to do is go back and poke screens. That's it. But I can recognize the phone because I know the, the cover I've got are the. Uh, uh, yeah, because you don't have some generic cover. No. You know, you've got a, the picture you've got on it. Well, yeah, I mean, everything. So it was like just really. So the people in Pittsburgh, American so Airlines, nice. A plus. The motherfuckers in fucking Charlotte, F. Yeah. Because they're a bunch of dumbass bitches that don't give a shit about like, and and the chicks like all, oh, there's like fifty phones back there. I'm like, great. We could make, make our job easier. I'll be done in two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> It'll take her far longer to figure out which one is his. It, it you know. Yeah. Uh, very, very frustrating. So um, I'm going to pretty much make the finding of the phone my part-time job is pretty much what's going to happen. Right. I will lean on the elevator button mm -hmm. is how that's because I'm so mad. So anyway, yeah. No, All right. No, Tor that, that Tori has a question. Yeah. All right. Tori has a question. She says, can you tell us how to get more gas mileage out of a Dodge Ram 1800? Real question. Someone came in and asked while you were gone. Okay, when uh, your business is in a former Jiffy Lube, you never know what's going to walk in yeah, the door. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You know what? Park it. That's that's probably the that's best way. The best. Yeah, park, that's yeah. my advice. Put it in park. Park it. Leave it in your yeah. driveway. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's a it's a good one. The second other thing that you can do is put XL1 engine treatment <laughs> into your oil. That's true. And pump the tires up more. Yeah, um, but the XL1 engine treatment, it actually does give you better gas mileage. So yep. anybody who's got towing vehicles, of course, we sell the XL1 engine treatment from Daytona 1 for race cars to to gain more horsepower, which mm -hmm. you have proven on the yes. dyno. And it, in, in a And in we a put it in transmissions vehicle, and rear ends and everything else. Well, and the way it works is it's really cutting down on parasitic drag. So in mm -hmm. a race car, it's going to allow us to be freed up and go, you know, free up some horsepower. Yep. In a regular passenger car, that's not the issue, but cutting down on drag means we're going to get better gas mileage. Yep. Yeah. And, oh, oh, and Tori says, I literally told him that XL1 for the win. Mm -hmm. Craig says, so did you, um, did you ever get the phone back from them? No, no. not yet. No, this I just mean, happened today. Yeah. yeah, it just happened today. And we're like, literally, like we're standing here, like at this counter and there's like a door right here and there's these 
Shaniqua and her fucking buddy are standing there talking to us. And there's a door going in there. And apparently there's like a gatekeeper chick in there. That's the lost like and found lady. The lost and found lady. And we couldn't even fucking talk to her. No, couldn't even talk to her. Wouldn't even let us. I mean, we're, she's probably four feet away from us. And one let her talk, let, let her talk to us. So it was, yeah, it was unreal, man. I'm telling you, it's yeah. like the worst customer service I've ever had in my entire Absolutely life. Absolutely terrible. Because I could have gone, if they'd have let me walk in there to the 50 cell phones that they had, because they literally said there's 50 cell phones back there. Yeah. I'd have found it. Yeah. Because it had been lost and it had been found and taken to that office. <laughs> right. Yeah. And now we just can't get it back. Yes. Because they're, and, and um, she's about to lose her freaking mind. Oh. So I'm like, I'm like, nope, nope, nope. All right, fine. I was we'll ready go, to lose we'll my go, shit. We'll but... go fill the, fill the shit up. And yeah, I was know, trying to cause... figure out like what tactic is going to work next because this lady was combative before we ever got there. Right. And I didn't know if like, but by the time we got out to the parking lot, which by the way, I'm also not impressed with Charlotte Airport's parking lot where you've got two lots. And and I'm perfectly fine. You got the little kiosks and you got the shuttle and all of that's great. We're being all bitchy tonight. Oh no, but they <laughs> but they deserve it. They deserve right. it. Yeah. And I mean, yes. Yeah, so that how our trip kicked off was that they had one lot closed, and the one that you had to go to, they had you off in no man's land, so that you were at least like half a parking lot away. Like you were from the you shuttle. were a full Walmart away. From any kiosk. Right. So you're out in no man's land. And I'll tell you what, I mean, it's fine if I'm traveling with you, but if, if I had been traveling by myself yeah. and I'd been flying back at night, I would have really, really been upset about mm. that because I try to not be a yeah, cause dumbass. Because there's like a cyclone fence there. And on the other side of the cyclone fence is like crackheads walking up and down. Oh, the road. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So then by the time we got out on the shuttle and then went back out to no man's land, I, I got out there and I screamed. No, I was she, she did. She like totally yelled. Oh, yeah. And I, I said all the things that I wanted to say inside of the airport. It just to the air. She was motherfucking everybody. <laughs> I really was. <laughs> I absolutely was. Yes. Um, yeah. And, and some comments on that. Uh -huh. um, and David asked, David asked, uh, Steve, was it a remote detonator? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, now here's a funny thing. Going to going to Pittsburgh. Oh, 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 oh. Let, let's hold that thought for just a second. Right, just yeah. to keep on topic. Yeah. Tommy says, sounds like that lady hates her job. Maybe a new job is what she needs. I think that whole department needs a new job. Yeah, there was like yeah. three, three females. Two, two, we saw two ladies and then a dude. Yeah. And then we've got the missing, you know, the, the missing link. Yeah, in the, the back missing lost apparent, lady. It's apparently back there sorting through cell phones and couldn't find mine. Yeah, um, and one more comment on the uh, Dodge. Yeah. Uh, Tommy says, sell it. It's the only way to get better gas yeah, That's mileage. exactly right. <laughs> All, All right. right. So, so yes, talk about our experience going through security. All right. So, <laughs> so my buddy Jason Orr, 955 Automotive, he, he calls Kate and says, hey, can you bring me to the arch radiator uh, uh, thermostats? Thermostats. He says, well, Kate, do you have your room in your he, luggage to squeeze a couple of those? And it's like, nope. Because we're going to go up there and he's coming down to meet us. And we're going to like hang yeah. out and, you know, have a beer and drink some you know or eat some food on friday and so i tell him i, I certainly don't have room, yeah she's got but, no room but uh steve might yeah. so uh, you know i said i'll get with him so I, so so they're they're in the plastic gallon bags right yeah. mm -hmm. she's got them like pre-made up both of them i mean we're talking like solid chunks of aluminum and then like you got like a thermostat in there with like springs and then there's like a line that runs around and i'm like 
motherfucker, this shit looks like bomb, like a bomb. And I've got two of them. <laughs> so we go to we go to Charlotte, and the first thing I do, we go to get our bin little bins. Well, I get a bin, take those out of the suitcase, put them in their own bin. Yeah. I, it's a backpack. So I right, get my yeah. backpack. Take them out of the backpack, put those in the bin, and I'm like, oh, this should I'm gonna get flagged for this, I'm gonna get strip searched, fucking anally probed, all this crap because of these two damn things. Put my my <laughs> my uh, uh backpack in another bin, run them through the line. I go through the little body scanner, stand there like that, and they're like looking at my dick, all that, whatever, <laughs> whatever TSA does. So I'm like standing there like that. Get out of there, and like all these bells and whistles go off. Not really, but yeah. it was like essentially bells sir, and whistles. Sir. And they're like, "Sir, uh, is that your bag?" I'm like, "Yeah." Oh, you have to stand over here. Okay. Now I'm thinking. I knew this was happening because I knew that the freaking art shit was going to get snagged, looking like a bomb or two bombs. So no, 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 it comes rolling down to there. That was fine. They grabbed my fucking backpack. My backpack. You're all like, did you see these? I mean, th- these, th- these are okay. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, okay. So I've got those with my wallet and my cell phone that I lost and my cigarettes in the one bin. So I like take both of those out. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> like parading them around and, and honestly like when i first put them in there the lady that was at the front of the line she was like laughing at me because i put those in there <laughs> remember that yeah. she's like oh, yeah oh, yeah all right <laughs> good luck fine. so like i like grab those put all my shit away and i'm like all right so my backpack's flagged mm-hmm. so then i have to like wait there for like 10 minutes oh and and at this point what i'm totally thinking is like Okay, did he take this backpack when he went out to the gun range here recently? That's what I was thinking. Is I mean, was there a bullet in there? Is there I, is there like the you know hold the whole did I leave residue? A, did I leave a mag or, in there or, or whatever residue or something? You know, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, ah, crap. No, so I'm standing there like with my little two clear gallon bags with our radiator shit. Yeah, standing here like this, waiting on my bag to come down the line. They finally get my bag. Guy like opens it up. He's like looking through it. He's like, he's like, oh, he pulls out my contact lens solution, and he's like, yeah, I gotta test this. Is it okay if I test this, sir? Is it okay if I test? Well, it wasn't okay. I mean, he didn't ask. He's like, well, I have to test this. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So he like puts it on his little litmus paper and shoves it in the whatever machine they got there. It's like green light. You're good to go. Then he pulls out my little thing of listerine. And goes, oh yeah, you can't take this on board, and it's sealed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? And the contact lens uh, solution was a far larger bottle it's... than the Listerine bottle was. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, Steve, dude, this is not your first time. No, flying. no, I know, but I mean, the last time that I flew going to California, I took a large fucking bottle. Nobody said a goddamn thing. Oh, interesting. so I'm like, ah, fuck. You know, nobody cares about shit anymore. Because oh, it's do. obvious what it is. You're right. And Especially it's like, if it's a sealed container. No. So the bomb, the two bomb, bomb looking shit got on board. Never even, nobody ever even blinked an eye. No. Because like you can't even see the thermostat inside through an x-ray. So it's just like solid. It's got to be solid black on the x-ray. Oh, 
And I'm like, oh my fucking God. And what happened is- to, uh, coming back? Your oh, shoes. Coming back. They wanted, they wanted to test my shoes. That was leaving <laughs> Pittsburgh today. And then the chick's all like, she's sitting there. I got my, sh- I, here I am standing with all my shit, shoeless. And the bitch has got my fucking shoes. And she's all, oh, hey. And she's yelling at somebody, another TSA person. Hey, where's the test kit? And blah, blah, blah. And they're like, I don't know. And all this shit. And then she's like, oh, have a good day. And gives me my fucking shoes. I'm like, meanwhile, what the fuck? Meanwhile, next jam, I have got two camcorders, a GoPro, another camera, my my DSLR. That was unreal. I have a gimbal. I mean, I am just piled. She's like full of lithium batteries. I have lithium batteries everywhere. (laughs) And, uh, you know, of course, I did the good thing where I take out my laptop and my iPad. I'm telling you, I had like an electronic store. I was an electronic store. No, my shoes. I know. My shoes. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I am not the shoe bomber. I know. You know? I am a white ass fat dude <laughs> with fucking tennis shoes on. Well, you probably fit like the January 6th profile. Angry, I, angry white man. Oh, I was angry at that point. I was like, <laughs> really? Oh, My yeah. fucking shoes. Yeah. I really was screaming in the parking lot. Holy hell. I've right, got a question here. Yep. Uh, Justin says, Hey, hi, Steve. I have an asphalt 604 late model. What do you think of a step crossover header? Uh, one half to inch and five eighths to inch and three quarter with a three and a half inch collector. Best of both worlds, torque and horsepower? No, I wouldn't be a fan of that, honestly. Um, number one, the inch and a half is like too small. We proved that years ago on, on, uh, on dirt stuff. So if I was going to run a stepped header, it'd be the inch of five eighths, inch and three quarter, but I would run a three inch collector. Uh, the three and a half is way too big. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would certainly look at that option. Good deal. Good deal. Okay. And uh, Levi's and t-shirt one says, how many stealth carbs are you going to try to sell today? <laughs> we, we don't sell any yeah. stealth carbs. Yeah, Actually, I, I, I don't. I don't sell them. It's one of my recommendations. Yeah. So, like in my recommendation sheet, I I do recommend uh, Tony's stuff. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he makes great fucking carburetor. Right. So yeah, I got no problem selling his stuff. I don't sell it. No, neither do I. And neither does she. Which mm-hmm. that honestly that could attest to how good his stuff is. Honestly, because we're not like pushing a product that we don't think is you know. Yeah. I'm pushing a product I, th- I think is good. So. That you don't even sell or make yeah, any profit I don't, sell, I don't sell or make profit off it or anything. So as far as for the airport, Craig says, I guess Steve has the look. <sighs> Evidently. I know. He totally does. Fucking. <laughs> Whatever. What is that? Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea uh, what you're talking about. No, the fucking bitches with their goddamn hoodie. Like, they're oh. like all this. <laughs> oh, okay. Know, yelling and screaming and shit. Yeah. Crazy ass. Oh, I'm, I'm liking your, I'm liking your spiked hair. That's, I'm digging that. It's great. Yeah, I like it. I like. No, it. I, it's like, yeah, I don't know, man. I, it's like, I have literally traveled the fucking world, and I had more problems on this, these two flights than I've ever had in my entire life. Agreed. And well, and you and I have flown a, several <laughs> places together. Yeah, and I, I took, I, I laser etched a gravestone for a friend of mine in Ukraine. And took it from Charlotte 
to Odessa, Ukraine. And I had less issues with that than I had this last. I've actually never had as many issues deal. at an airport. I, I mean, I used to truly love to fly. Yeah. And that this experience is just getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah. You know, if we can, we'll have to take a look at flying out of Asheville because I've flown Allegiant out or of Greenville. Asheville. Well, um, Allegiant out of Asheville. Yeah. I've flown them to, yeah. going down to Florida. I mean, they're just like, they nickel and dime you to death. So right. there's that, but. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. It, it was like unreal. But yeah, it I was. mean, I've literally been fortunate enough to travel the fucking world. And this was like the biggest drama <laughs> infused fucking traveling thing I've had in like ever. A hundred percent. Yeah. Again, when you when you when you take it in a carry-on bag, you you take something that weighs 60 pounds because it's solid granite. Yeah. And then like when I I remember when I traveled when I went there, I went to Charlotte. So I got it in this carry-on bag. I'm like trying to lug this bitch to the fucking airport. Because I didn't want to check it because I didn't want to like get oh, broke. Oh yeah, because you know like, it's going to be thrown know, around like a like a rag doll. Yeah. Take this solid piece of fucking granite, and <laughs> that I'd laser etched, and I go through Char- Charlotte TSA, and they're like all oh, ding ding ding. I mean bells went off. I knew it would. Well, of course, you, you know, just tell them what it is. Yeah, you know? and so they unzip the bag. They like, you know, kind of look at it. They're like, oh, yeah, it's a headstone. I got to wipe it down with this shit. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, you do. They wipe it down with a little bit of whatever. Like, yeah, good to go. No problem. Good deal. Yeah. But my fucking contact lens solution. Unbelievable. All right, we got a question here. Oh, oh, Eric says, uh, first problem is you flew American. Yeah, well, you know. I I used to fly uh, U.S. Air, which obviously got bought out by American, but U.S. Air, I never had an issue with. U.S. Air was fucking awesome. Wait, I used to, out of Boise, <clears throat> when I lived out there, I used to fly uh, Southwest or yep. um, Delta. And yep. and that was a really good experience. I know you're not a Delta fan. No. I, I, I still am. I mean, depending. Then on when, I, when I go to Europe, I'd fly uh, Lufthansa. I'd fly, you know, Austrian Air. I'd fly, you know, uh, whatever the Polish Airlines is, stuff like that. So. Yeah. Hell, I've even flown fucking Aeroflot. That was your favorite. <laughs> no. Well, what what did I tell you? Because you were like a Delta fan. I'm like, yep, that's like the Aeroflot of the United States is Delta. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and uh, Trent says, be leery of Allegiant. They got me this weekend in a bad way. Mm, that's good yeah. to know. Um, Scott says, only security worse than Charlotte is Orlando. I don't know. I'm going to tell you, going through JFK, so far my shit list of airports include jfk chicago chicago is a shit hole. and i guess i flew through miami they i have nothing good to say about any of those mm-hmm. like those last two with uh miami and jfk yeah. i was coming back from the international flights they just tried to make it hard right. on you it was just terrible yeah yep uh, Mike says, better luck next time coming to Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it was nice meeting you, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was. <laughs> and I will get to your question, Joe. Yeah. I mean, love Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Actually, I wouldn't actually, <laughs> I wouldn't mind living up in that area, you know, because I do, I, I enjoy the people up there, which is part of the reason, like, why we moved Dad's race up there. Yeah, and you love the lifestyle. I love the too. lifestyle, and the, and mm-hmm. the 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 race car drivers up there are like so appreciative of anything that you do yeah and i really enjoy that area a lot yeah 
Um, so John has a question. He says, mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on Super Bowl carbs? I like Super Bowls. I mean, it's it's a good piece. Um, uh, do I think it needs to be on every crate motor? No. Um, but I mean, me and Willie have had the conversation before too. So I don't know that it needs to be. Um, I can tell you if you're running a crate engine on an extremely rough racetrack, then I'd probably have that on there. Um, as far as like the stuff we do down here, eh, it's not like a hundred percent like necessary. Right. So. Yeah. That sounds good. I mean, I, I, I own, I mean, Willie's get gave me Super Bowl, so right. I, I own it. Right. We're not yeah. running it on our stuff just because our tracks down here are really smooth. Yeah. I mean, like rough, like when I moved here from California and I was running supers out here and I'd go to like a, I don't know, a race at, let's say Gaffney or I don't know, 311, something like that. It was like, oh, this track's fucking rough and we're going to tear our cars up. I'm like, what? This shit's like glass. <laughs> you know? so. That's good to know. Well, cool deal. I think we can wrap things up. What do you think, still? Yeah, any, any any final thoughts? Scott's there? got something. Nope. No, oh, no. Uh, oh, no. no. I'm skipping oh, you're around. like skipping around. Yep. Yep. So, uh, any final thoughts for the week, Steve? No. I don't either. <laughs> I got nothing. I'm going to close this out. Done with the beer, so yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, I want to thank you all for being here. Thank you so much for being part of the show. And, uh, you know, tell other people about us, you know, let people know, maybe give us a review over Pippy on iTunes and, uh, and share, you know, wherever you're seeing this, you can share the YouTube or the, the Facebook. And that always helps us, you know, building up that audience yep. and helps us and helps you and all of those good things. So thanks again for being here. And we'll look forward to seeing you next Monday, every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern. And we will see you then. Yep. Have a good one. Later.